0: Hey, it's still sober with John Raven. I excuse, I am vaping. All right, great to be here. Episode one eighty three. Happy New Year, January fifth, twenty twenty two. Jeez, I gotta save this file. Uh, you know what? I'll I'll change the because I I saved it as january 5th 2021 but it's 2022 oh man boy is that number just arbitrary as fuck hope you're doing all right um this is uh week three of let's of let's record bring your podcast to work day that's what this is again um it's it's more kind of like doing my wife a favor um and, it was, uh, and it's a good call because she is uh, uh, taking a nap, much-earned nap after her job, after her shift. So I was just like, well, I planned ahead. I didn't realize that she was going to take a nap. I think she's taking a nap because, she, well, because she's tired, but also because she knew that I was going to record up at work. And I, I do it, it's, you know... D- She hears enough of me. Like, she doesn't, she is a, um, she's loyal. So she subscribes to the podcast. Uh, She downloads the podcast. She supports the podcast. She does not listen to the podcast. Because everything, just about everything that I talk about, I've already open mic'd the ideas with her this past week. So why the fuck would she want to hear it again? She's heard enough of me. She hears me every day. God bless her. So why would she hear it again? You know, it, it would be shitty for me to actually go, babe, I would really, you really need to listen to the podcast. Why don't you just tell me? How about this, John? Why don't you just tell me what you said on the podcast to me that we haven't talked about before? Okay, I, uh, I'll just uh, uh, present it. Um, is what she would she could do? She could totally do that. So, anyway, short story long, I'm up at work again. I'm in the warehouse this time uh, because I'm lazy. Which is stupid because it's cold in here. It's uh, the cold front finally hit here in Texas, here in Austin, Texas. Um, it's I don't know what it is. It's I say cold front. I think it was a high of sixty today, but it's uh, but it's chilly in here still because it it you know it's it's cold for us. It got down to the thirties again. I think it was below freezing one day this week, and there was wind. Everyone brace yourselves. Um, I think it was 80 degrees on Christmas. I can't remember, but it sure did feel that way. Uh, So it's nice for it to finally go, hey, is it January? I guess we'll uh, deal with uh, winter-like temperatures or autumn-like temperatures if you're a Yankee. So... I don't have a lot of, I want to talk about. I do have a couple of things that I wanted to mention, um, and this first thing is the most meaningless of it, which is actually no. Let me. I'll get to that that in a second. The meaningless one. Here's an even more meaningless thing, um, which is uh, it is my it's it's funny to me because the. Uh, uh, I heard on the uh, on Monday Night Football on the Manning Cast, which is where Peyton Manning and Eli Manning um, talk football and kind of sort of watch the game while they talk, and it's uh, it's an entertaining good time. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers is on there and pointed I don't know with the on his bookshelf like made a reference to Atlas shrugged, and I just wanted to. You know, and a lot of people are like, ugh. Uh, and rightfully so. Um, even though we don't know if he's actually read that book. Because that book is a piece of shit. Uh, and hard to get through. Much like, I mean, it's it's the equivalent of... It's the same thing as if he'd had... It It would have been just as appropriate if he had referenced and pointed um, to Infinite Jest. Right? Uh, the thing about uh, David Foster Wallace is he's he was actually a good writer. That that book is also just uh, uh, intolerable and long, but like he's got he's actually he was actually a, a decent writer. Um, but it's it says a lot about somebody that, that could actually get through a book because I know two different types of people who have uh, actually read. There's two types of people that said that they have read Infinite Jest. Um, one, people who want to sound like for status that they actually, you know, the people who have not read the book and who are liars and who are lying about reading a book because they think it'll bring them status. Um and you can't trust liars. Uh, The other type that that say that they have read Infinite Jest have actually read Infinite Jest but forced themselves to get through the book to get to the end so that they could say that they want infinite, Infinite Jest for status. So people who have poor judgment So those are the two types of people who have actually read the entire book because normally what happens is you start reading the book and you're like, this guy's a fucking genius and you start reading it and you're like, wow. And for 100 pages, you think the man's brilliant and for about another 50 pages, you start questioning why you're reading the book and why he wrote the book and then for the last 50 pages... Um, somewhere you finally just give up and go, man, this is, why why did I even do this? And then you, you know, resent it. And then it's a, uh, uh, it's it's used uh, in home workouts because it's thick, heavy, and um, just as good as a weight. Um, And the same thing could be said about Atlas Shrugged. And the thing about Ayn Rand is this, this is all you need to know. And you can go look up Wikipedia what objectivism is. This is all you need to know about Ayn Rand. She started a philosophy based on the inherent worst parts of human nature, which is self-centeredness in the pursuit of your own happiness, like everything, it's all me. And this is the only good thing. The only good thing in life is um, accomplishments and self-service. And it's all about me. And the thing about it is you don't need a philosophy. You don't need an organized philosophy and a mental uh, focus on something that just comes naturally to every human being since they were one years old. Since you were one and you were like mine you don't have to follow some kind of planned out thing that just naturally turns you into a dick. Like you're already a dick. If you don't try and just give in to urges you're already there. So there's no reason to create a philosophy and that's all you need to know. So it just made me laugh. I'm like, really? Why? You know, that's that's somebody did you just start reading and you wanna sound smart? Like you're already smart. Like just you know, I'm well read. Look, Ayn Rand. Ugh. That's just the, the thing that eh. I'm like, did your did your girlfriend buy that? Ugh. That's <laughs> I just needed you to know uh, objectivism is fucking stupid. just you don't you don't have to have a uh, you don't have to organize your th- it's just dumb it's it's dumb Buh. Let me just say by the way, um, because I forgot. but hello, if you're a sober person, I hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, I hope you're staying sane. One of the things that I like to do. my sanity is I like to make fun of or pick apart things that uh, don't matter because it it gives me I don't know it gives me something to, to focus on as a distraction and I find it entertaining it entertains me so I don't want to come across as negative oh you hate everything no I like to make fun of and pick apart everything to kill time, sometimes. So I don't understand. This is when. Then this is the useless thing, the meaningless thing that uh, that I've been focus- focusing on on and off for a couple of days now. Like I was, re- re- I re- was reminded of this when I uh, at Christmas when I noticed that my brother had backed his truck. Into the parking lot, into the parking space in the parking lot uh, at my mom's uh, um, retirement community um, area uh, residence, and this has come up on and off among different people that I know, and it's it's done mostly by people with trucks, but I've seen people do it with the uh, with you know sedans and shit you know, two door cars. And that's, you know, and that is bar uh, backing into a parking spot. And I've always kind of gone. So what's up? What's going on with you? That's what I said to my brother. Um, are we committing a robbery and we need a getaway? Is that what, is that what we're doing? Because that's, you know, and I, I'm not the first person that said that obviously, but, um, that's always, it's, It always gives me pause, especially when people do it at a convenience store. When they just someone's backing into a parking spot at a convenience store, I immediately red flag in my brain. I'm like, well, that's not good. But it's always just some asshole who's buying like tobacco products, and then they're getting back in the car and they're driving off. And the the arguments. The argument that I've always heard is I back into a parking space so that I can get it you know so it's a fast exit it's it's easier to get out you know and, and it's quicker but speed it doesn't make any sense to me because it takes way longer to back into a parking space than it is to just whip in And yeah, you can exit faster, but it's not like you don't have to do a four-point turn when you back out of a parking space to leave. So its it takes longer to back into a parking space than it does to back out of a parking space to leave. So the time saving doesn't make any sense. You're not saving any time. The other problem that I have with it, I wouldn't say problem, it doesn't keep me up at night, but... I would be fine. I think I would be less critical of and pay less attention to it if the people who backed into parking spaces were actually good at it. If you can back your vehicle into a space in between the lines normally as other people park. I probably wouldn't notice or have a problem with it. But it's because most people who do this aren't great at parking. Or at least they aren't great at parking backwards because they are close to the line. They back in. Sometimes they're on the line. They're not great at it. They're like, good enough. It's not good enough. It sucks. You suck at this. You're inconveniencing others because you want a fast getaway for no reason. It's like, I got to go. I'm in a hurry. I got to go do something else that doesn't require me to be there at a, at a time. It's just ugh. the only person. And I bring it up because I just realized that there has been one decent argument for backing into a parking space. And that is safety. Safety. And a buddy of mine always backed his truck into the part into his parking space in front of his apartment at our apartment complex. And he, and I asked him why. I made the same joke, get away, you know, fast getaway, blah blah blah. And he goes, "This is why I have to do this. I have to do this because people." in this apartment complex... just walk blindly in the parking lot... with no regard to me backing up. They don't stop. They just keep walking. So out of safe... because I'm surrounded by morons... I have to back into the parking space... so that I know I can just pull out... so that I don't kill somebody... who's an idiot. And I can fully appreciate that. I can fully appreciate looking out for the safety of others who are morons. I get it. So that, to me, is a good argument for backing into a parking space, for the safety of others. But mainly it's just for convenience of the individual and... Because they think they can park and they can't. But, the, but also the fallacy that it's going to save them time because it does not. So, I have now spent most of the podcast talking about objectivism and parking. Both equally useless and equally meaningless. Aren't you glad you... Listen to me this week. I'm telling you, it's quality, right? So I'm going to cut this uh, podcast short, I think, because it's cold in here and I got to get, I got to go. Um, but, because I, I wanted to talk about the two dumb things. Uh, the one thing I do want to bring up that, um, that I thought was interesting because I'm still, um, I brought up a few weeks ago that, I, that I've been meditating again um, and it's almost like I'm learning to meditate I, I don't want to say the correct way but a more reasonable logical way a more beneficial way to meditate because I, I've learned that the way I was trying to meditate before was more of an escape Like escaping um, feelings or stress or whatever. I was trying to trying to use it to where you sit there and you just kind of try to try to escape your thoughts, which you can't, you know try to calm your mind and get away from it. And that's not the way that you're supposed to do it, or at least not the way that that's, that's beneficial to me. The way I found using the, uh, you know, and I'm using the uh, waking, uh, waking Up app. Um, the way, it's more about being aware. It's more about awareness of yourself, like being con- being fully aware of what's going on with your body, what's going on around you, and, you know, of your breathing. And that's, it's, that's a different way of, of looking at it from what I've seen, whereas you're trying to do, you know, in the past, trying to do it a certain way to because that's that says like, oh, let's let's sit in a certain way and look at me, you know, kind of in the Instagram, Instagram me meditating here in the middle of the mall or whatever else you're trying to do. This is more of a actually for, for benefit to to kind of bring bring your attention to what's going on around you. And if you meditate in that kind of a way, it's kind of training your yourself to be like, you don't have to, you don't have to be in a quiet place where there are no distractions. You know, don't distract me from my meditation. That doesn't make, that shouldn't make any sense. You should be aware of the sounds that are going on around you and, Anything else that you don't control and the, basically to be aware that, of your own consciousness and of the world around you. And it just, it's just it's an interesting way to look at it that I hadn't really thought of before as a, a tourist in the world of meditation in the past. So it seems to be more of a benefit this time around, and um, and I wanted to share that because I I found that very fascinating. Um, and it seems to be doing me all right, so I'm gonna keep going with that. I hope uh, whatever new you're trying out, whether it be because of a uh, resolution or just in general, I hope that's going well. We're going all right. It's only a few days ended New Year's, but you know it's it's, it's like oh. That's New Year's. What can I fix about my fucking self? What's going on? You know, I don't know. We'll see. Um, But I hope your new year is starting off all right. I hope uh, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of thoughts about, I don't know, uh, having optimism about the new year, about people and you know sometimes i don't know what to think but i'm trying not to be pessimistic you know i i don't need an optimism when it comes to the world or the country as a whole i can only focus on you know myself and my you know immediate surroundings of my community and i have an optimism about me and my household and the people around me and uh and i hope that you can uh as as well i hope uh you're able to be to be open and you know to you know change doesn't have to be negative negative. and that you can focus on your I don't know that uh, that things are are going to go well for you. You know, let's let's see what let's see what this new year brings, right? That kind of thing. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I have optimism for me. I hope you have optimism for you. And like, hey, let's, you know, we're still here, right? Sometimes I think that's enough. Well, that's, yeah, that's it for me today, this week. Um, Still silverpod at gmail.com for any questions or comments that are positive slash neutral. <laughs> uh, and uh, we'll see you next week. Later.